0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast where every Wednesday we'll bring you fast paced, powerful 15 or so minute episodes meant to inform, educate and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends and all things tech for the professional salon industry. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host. And today I am going to talk about the power of podcasts and how they are transforming business education in the pro beauty space. And, And this does definitely have a tech connection without the mobile phone podcasts would have never ended up doing what they've done, and certainly, you know, podcast platforms live within the realm of tech, so, so definitely some connections. Um, before I get started, let me give you a reminder that on Sundays you can find me hosting Beautycast Networks, mastering Beauty Podcasts featuring brilliant guests sharing their best advice on building sustainable, successful and satisfying careers. Thanks for tuning in today. Let's get started. So first off, doing a little. Googling and, and then also a little chat GPT, because I, I find that uh, ChatGPT delivers a better experience than Google personally. That's my take on it. But um, here's a little bit of uh, trivia around podcasts. So first off, um, the term podcast was derived from kind of a combination of iPod from Apple, of course, and broadcast. So the pod and the cast. Um, and originally it referred strictly to audio shows because Kind of um, before that or around that same time, we had videos um, that were people talking and they were referred to as vlogs or video blogs because that was kind of the blogging era. And then podcasts popped up as really truly an audio form um, that was meant to be downloaded or streamed. However, the, you know, the medium has definitely evolved. The, the lines have been definitely blurred between the content forms. You've got a lot of video podcasts today and you certainly have... Many, many podcasts that offer both an audio format and a video format. So we'll have two shows, same show basically, but one is usually on YouTube and the other are on the audio platforms. So today, lots and lots of beauty podcasts, and I really love it. Every time I see a new one, I'm excited. And like all of us, you know, I have my own tastes. I have those that I love and those that I'm kind of like, but, you know, maybe aren't going back to them consistently. And I have some that I just don't like to listen to. Um, But We're that way with everything, right? So um, again, big picture. I I just am thrilled that so many are drawn to the forum to produce content and and also to, of course, listen in. My gut is that uh, when I counted them up again today, the number is never quite clear. The analytics on podcasts are not the best, but there's definitely some things that you can dig into to have a sense of what's happening out there. And so I'm guessing we're at about 100,000 downloads per week. Maybe a high of one hundred and fifty thousand downloads per week. that would be over six million per year. That is a lot of long form um, audio education. And interestingly, when I look around at video education, and again, you can't see all the back ends of brands and you know what kind of view counts are getting on you know some of the more serious education and 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 really to to do a comparison between audio and video um, effectively, you you kind of have to do form against form in terms of length so i'm going to long form audio um, long form video my gut is podcasts might actually have more downloads or or listens i should say because folks aren't always downloading video i think they may be getting more listens than what brands collectively are getting on some of their video content and And I'll be more specific and say kind of similar to podcast platforms. I don't mean on social because the consumption on social is just so distorted. The analytics are not understood by very many people at all. And when you see most of the numbers on social, um, they're usually tied to one to three second views. And so everything is just grossly distorted. love video on social, but the math of video on social is is challenging for most. So again, I think podcasts have blown up to the point they might actually be be exceeding the view counts on videos on the brand side of the equation. I'm being really specific there. And so that is absolutely fascinating. You know, a big proof point for podcasts happened in the clubhouse era, which was somewhat short-lived. It was very much a pandemic thing. And Everybody who was stuck at home came out on that audio platform and was having all these amazing conversations. And you know, many of us were hopeful it would continue. It didn't, but I, I do believe that because Clubhouse was really about live content, you know, you had to be there in the moment. Of course, everybody went back to work; that got a lot more difficult. I believe many in that audience kind of transferred that interest um, away from Clubhouse and into podcasts, because again, we continue to see growth in in the podcast space and in the um, podcast audience. Probably the biggest surprise to me you know, about podcasts is that I'm not aware that any brand has successfully produced a podcast show that's out there consistently. That's really important. Um, and that has developed a really strong audience and following. There's been some that have come and gone. And I, I might be missing something, but I, I, I'm not aware of any brand that's doing anything of significance. And so um, to brands, I would say you're missing a huge opportunity and so um, if you're listening, <laughs> you need some help in sorting out a plan, um, I love those kind of conversations. Drop me a line, uh, reach out to me. I would love, love, love to have that conversation because I'd love to see some brands jumping into the space and doing um, some s- serious work. A little bit of podcast history. Again, did some digging. I've been listening to them. It feels like forever. Um, but when I did my digging, the, the first thing that popped up was the, what was called the serial phenomena. Serial was one of those crime podcasts. It was really the first one to blow up. It came out in 2014. Um, I listened to it almost right from the get-go. It got so much buzz. It really did become this like cultural phenomena. Millions upon millions of listeners. It was crazy and and unprecedented in the podcast space at that time. And it really acted as a catalyst uh, across so many categories for people to jump into the podcast space as they saw the audience just kind of growing Um, organically on podcast platforms and so wait these people are there so maybe some people want to listen to other forms of content like beauty and uh, so we saw this you know huge influx of audience um, and then of podcasters and content and that again back to 2014. One reason I think they're so powerful you know thinking back across my career business education Um, that's where I think the the core of the power of podcasting in in beauty really lives. I think that um when you think of business education, two things. I mean, one, often it's somebody in front of a classroom talking at an audience. Now they'll have, you know, often PowerPoints and handouts and things that go with it, but, you know, them sitting there talking at you seems to be the core. And so podcasts offer kind of a different variation on that theme, um, including you don't have to go anywhere to listen to it. And so I think that has created a lot of interest. Also, there's a proof point that audio works in business education, and that goes back quite a number of years, to when audio tapes, cassette tapes, were being produced and sold in very big numbers by a lot of the business educators. In particular, the names that really um, come to me are uh, Robert Chromians, of course, had a lot of success in the the business audio tape um, area, and also in uh, CDs, Um, Michael Cole, um, Gino Stampora. Um, I believe Anthony Whitaker, and, and there certainly are some others, um, quite a few others that were selling those. And so there was a lot of interest in them. I remember the, going to beauty shows and sitting in, in a classroom and then watching the big line out the door um, when the class was over to, you know, purchase those tapes to to take them home, listen to them in the car, listen to them on, ready? The Walkman. <laughs> okay, young people, Google it. <laughs> the Walkman. Um, but but audio tapes, um, it was just a direct dotted line over the podcast, you know, as a proof point. So I think that is exciting. I'm going to give you a um, a listener hack. My favorite thing to do with podcasts, and that's to listen to them at a faster speed than normal. Pay attention. This is a really great hack if you don't know it. On all the podcast platforms you can adjust the speed that you listen at and down usually in the left hand corner some are a little different some are kind of over by the play button on the right but you'll see a number and often an x next to it so as an example on apple podcast on the bottom left you'll see a one x so one time meaning regular speed and then if you kind of click on that number a little menu will pop up and you'll typically see 1.25 so it's going to go a little faster if you were to set the speed at that setting, 1.5, some offer 1.75, and then two, double speed. Um, I'm a double speed kind of guy. Um, it um, The reason I do it is to save time so I can listen to a 60-minute podcast at double speed in 30 minutes. It may sound a little crazy to you when you first hear it, but something fascinating that I've learned only too well over time, and I picked this up from another podcaster, was that our brains... Um, easily adjust to um, audio that's going faster than normal. And, and again, someone explained it to me using kind of an analogy, I guess, and, and, and that's language and specifically Spanish language compared to English. The Spanish language typically in, in, in a conversation has 25% more words than an English conversation, the same English conversation. And so think about that. It's 25% more words. Um, and if you think about time, does, does the Spanish speaking world have that much extra time to, to express themselves? Um, the answer is kind of no. And if you think about it, Spanish speaking people, I would argue talk a little faster. Um, and, and I'll say that predominantly because my partner is Spanish speaking. <laughs> so I'm used to it. And, Again, it's faster, and yet in the Spanish-speaking world, everybody's attuned to that. Our brains will adjust. It takes about two weeks. So I really encourage you, if you're up for the exercise, listen to your next podcast. Listen to this podcast. Change the speed right now to 1.25 or 1.5, and commit to it. Listen to it at that speed for a week or so until it's just normal where you have no problem. Then bump it up. Bump it up to whatever your comfort level is. I would My, my caveat would be... Um, A person with kind of a high-pitched voice, that is a little bit more difficult for many of us to listen to um, at a quicker speed. Um, Another warning I would say is that once you kind of get into this lane, and I've been in it now for a number of years, it is almost impossible for me to listen to regular speed on a podcast and not be frustrated. Uh, My brain is so attuned to double time that I can listen to almost anything that way. Um, I have not cut back my daily time uh, consuming podcasts, I just listen to more of them. And I love that because it's so efficient. So a great hack, double speed may not be your thing, but I strongly suggest you, you just give it uh, a, a try. It's, um, you know, weird, but it works. Um, also um, remember, you know, podcast platform features um, that are better than being in the classroom. Way better. You can rewind. You know, get those little 10-second or 30-second rewinds at the bottom near the play button on most platforms. So, you know, you hear something, you want to hear it again, you know, and again and again sometimes. I'm that kind of person. I'll go, ooh, that was profound. I want to hear it again maybe a couple times. Just hit that little 10-second, 20-second, 30-second rewind, and you can play it again easily. You can save podcasts, you know, to the platform that you are registered onto your app, you know, if you and And so um, save them. The best ones to go back and listen to them, download them. Um, as someone who travels a lot, I always have at least half a dozen that are in my downloads that I can listen to on a plane, and you know that is a huge convenience. And I'm, so I'm constantly thinking about, well, oh, I don't have time for this one today, but oh, I, I think that's going to be a great one um, for later. A reason to save, even if you're not going on a plane, uh, but for downloads on plane it's it the best. You can share them easily. Can't do that in the classroom. Um, just hit that share button. You know, send it to a friend. You can text it. You can email it. I think you know that's amazing. You can also review, and and again, different than a classroom. Uh, the the power of reviewing is that we get to share with each other. And I don't know about you, but when I look at something, whether it's a movie, television show, um, podcast, um, going somewhere, hotels, airlines, all those things, I I look at reviews. And I think that many people today are looking at podcast reviews to decide whether or not they're going um, to listen to them. So I I think that's important. I want to share some of my favorite podcasts uh, in beauty and outside of beauty. Got a bunch of them. And not enough time to share all the ones I like. And so there are definitely more than what I'm going to give you on this list. But these are some of the ones I highly recommend that you check out. And again, you know, we all have different things that we're drawn to. So you may or may not like the same things I do. But again, as a serious podcast listener in Pro Beauty and Beyond, um, um, these are some good ones. Trust me. All right. So, and these are in, in no particular order. It just I just jotted them all down. So first up, grow my salon business, Anthony Whitaker. I've been a guest many times on this podcast. Um, that's not why I like it so much, but it is one of my favorite, favorite business podcasts in the professional beauty world. Anthony's been around for a long time and um, knows his stuff and is always changing it up. He has great guests. He also does solo podcasts, but you know, can't recommend it enough. Um, next, I'll say the Hair industry podcast, your day off podcast with as they call themselves your boys, <laughs> Tony and Corey. Um, I consider the guys to be friends. Um, they do great, great work with the podcast. It's forever changing, evolving. They're doing good stuff. I, I know they're going to be spreading into some other things soon. But um, yeah, great, great weekly podcast comes out on Mondays, your day off podcast. Um, next, um, somebody I've never met before, but I'm a fan of the podcast, and that is The Thriving Stylist by Britt Siva. Um, has a big audience um, getting more and more prominent in the industry she talks about all kinds of things but um, business is her focus coaching is her focus love uh, her point of view on so many things and you know highly recommend the thriving stylist podcast in the independent space and the podcast is not about being independent per se but there, there is a lot of of independents who are guests on the podcast um this Podcast is hosted by Eric Taylor, who's the owner of Salon Republic, one of the more interesting suite organizations in the country. I would say the most elevated of of the suite experiences has a great reputation. I think the world of him, the podcast is called The Hair Game. I recommend it very, very highly. Next one up is Head Cases, Um, Head Cases by Chris Barron. Chris is one of the most iconic educators and hairdressers in the professional beauty industry today. He's global artistic director for Redken. He's got a coaching company, an education company. He's got some ownership in a cosmetology school. He's got his hands on a lot of stuff and he knows just about everybody. And just this great, great podcast with, with really brilliant guests. So many, so many great guests, including me. I wouldn't call myself brilliant, but but i was a guest on there not too long ago and and i really think this is one of the more important podcasts in the industry because he really kind of chronicles the, the lives the, the careers of, of so many professionals um, who've made names for themselves um, all around the world so again chris barron head cases really new podcast um, that i'm loving and this one is video as well as audio and but the video is not your typical video most podcast videos, maybe it's one reason I I'm not drawn to them. It's it's just basically a Zoom conversation. You got two squares, you know, on your on your YouTube channel. And and, you know, if I was doing video, which I don't for this podcast, because again, it's just not my thing, um, you'd see me on the left and you'd see my guest on the right. Paula Peralta has created the Paula Peralta show and it's so, so good. And it's produced so well in video form. I'm talking like as I've told Paula, you know, I, I can see her doing a talk show on TV someday. I mean, she's that good, number one. And the production values on the video are, I was, I'd argue, the very best video version of a podcast I have seen in the professional beauty industry, Paula Peralta. She is a, an educator, actually title Artistic Director with Paul Mitchell. Long history, really super smart, does a great job. Next, No Stylists Left Behind, it's Nina Tulio and Jay Ladner. Business again, really great, great stuff. Um, both of both um, Nina and Jay do coaching. Um, actually, I don't know if Jay does coaching. Nina does coaching for sure. Jay might do coaching. Um, Jay is uh, a um, leading educator. Um, I adore Jay, just adore him. Um, first met him at IBS Las Vegas many years ago. He was standing in the red line. I don't think people knew of Jay yet. It was kind of early in his career. And um, he just, um, he's one of those standout guys. You just can't help but remember Jay if you meet him. And he's built a really great and very big career been on stages throughout the industry. So, so, No Stylist Left Behind podcast by Nina Tulio and Jay Ladner. So, I'm going to stop there with the beauty podcast um, because I, I want to share a few more. I'm only going to do 10, but I'm like almost always, <laughs> if I say 15 minutes, it's 25. I mean, if I say 10 podcasts, it's probably going to be 14. So I'm going to add a couple into these categories. So first off um, podcasts, I enjoy. So smart List by Will Arnett, Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes, uh, three really fascinating guys, um, actors and comedians uh, who, who are very well known. And they launched a podcast during pandemic and it has blown up. It's one of the top podcasts in the world. It's entertaining, but it's also smart and brings together a really, really interesting list of guests. Um, highly recommended. Then I, um, Las culturit- Culturistas, cultureistas, one word, Las Culturistas, with Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, two comedians, very, very gay, so gay, um, and so fun. And uh, so I recommend it to all the members of my community because um, I think you'll just get a kick out of it. Everybody else, I don't know, may or may not be your taste, but great, great podcast, um, super high quality, and again, very, very popular. I also get most of my news anymore from podcasts again i you know find watching it is first of all news is a little bit much these days and so it's, it's kind of hard to find sources that to me feel neutral i i really don't like you know to swing too far to the right or too far to the left i, I kind of peek at everything but you know I want, I want something firmly in the middle and something i i feel at least i can trust from an editorial perspective and first up is um NPR's podcast every morning. It's just 15 minutes of you know, highlights of, of the news of the last 24 hours, recommended highly. Many, many different hosts. They've got a long list of hosts that are always changing, but um, really great and short, easy to consume. And I would say trustworthy news. Uh, secondly, um, which some people probably won't like as much as I do, um, which is The Daily, and that is um, produced by The New York Times, hosted by Michael Barbaro and Sabrina... Saverni, uh, I can't say her last name, Sabrina. And the, the daily is more longer form. They tackle one story typically. Um, and they, they go deep, you know, they go deep. And, and they have some add-ons about, you know, big stories of the day, but they go deep with one story every single day. And, and it's award-winning, super, super popular, always like in the top 10. And just, I, I find it really interesting. My last two um, are hosted um, um, by Kara Swisher, As kind of the core host, the first one that she does is called On with Kara Swisher. Kara Swisher is one of the most um, prolific tech reporters um, in the world. She's been around for a long time. She knows tech, intimately knows all the players. Super, super smart, really popular. Um, And so On with Kara Swisher, which is one hour, she does a little bit of news in the beginning with a co-host, and then she digs in deep with the guests, all kinds of guests, not necessarily tech, but all kinds of people. But she does lean a little bit into tech. And then probably my favorite podcast is is her second one. And she has a co-host, Scott Galloway, who's a really famous business leader, um, trend forecaster in business, really interesting and and kind of funny guy. And he and Kara Swisher have a podcast called Pivot. Again, one of the most listened to podcasts. They definitely lean heavily into tech. It comes out twice a week and they um, usually have a guest They talk about the news of the day and they dig into kind of a hot topic. Really smart, really well done. Um, And all these podcasts I listen to on a weekly basis. um, I listen to them all on double speed. That's how I can get through so many podcasts. If you figure I've got like 14 on the list, that would be, let's just say 14 hours Um, during the week, I can get through them in seven. So um, (laughs) I recommend my hack in a big way. So, yeah, that's, that's my take on podcasts. I, uh, again, I think most important is to say that I believe it's kind of the new uh, opportunity for the industry to do a lot more work in the business education space. You know, we know how important business education is. We know that as the industry is becoming more and more independent, the need for business education becomes more and more important. Um, if you're going to make it, whether you're a business of one or many, you got to have your business education and independents, um, have not really had access to as much business education easily, um, as everybody else. And I think that's a problem. And I think podcast helps to kind of break that wall down. And, and so again, I think a, a really, really important category. So that's it. I'm out of time. I'm over as usual. Um, if you like what you heard today, I encourage you to visit me over at socialbeautymakers.com, Sign up for my free e-newsletter for more content, early access to this podcast as well. Um, I hope you will listen in also to my Sunday Beautycast Network podcast, Mastering Beauty. And um, yeah, that's it for this week. Once again, I want to thank you so very much for tuning in. Lastly, I'm Gordon Miller, and I can't wait to share more with you again next time.